Desideratum is a Latin word, meaning things that are desired as essential. The Desideratum podcast celebrates the art of telling and the journey of listening to stories with narrator Teresa Bakken and her author, artist, and wordsmith, Friends. Episode 8, Mommy Van Gogh. Today's featured story is from Melissa Face and her collection of essays called I Love You More Than Coffee. Her book celebrates early motherhood, but it's not just for young moms reaching for their coffee. It's also for moms looking back and remembering. Melissa is quick to smile and laugh. Listen to why she's glad she wrote these essays and how she's adjusted to the cosmic shift of motherhood, of no longer being the center of your own universe. And that change of no longer being the center of your own universe happens so abruptly. And it's one of those things that no one can prepare you for. People can say all they want as they're passing out those pretty little cupcakes at your baby shower. But (laughs) until you live it, until you are with a tiny human who decides when your day starts, if you'll get to sleep, when he is going to eat, like, it doesn't matter what anyone else tells you. (laughs) You talk about it being okay not to be perfect. And you talk about how these were sort of written in real time. And you begin with the moment you know you're going to be a mom, you know you're pregnant with that essay. And you say something about it helped you, writing these helped you make sense of your experiences. I have always used writing to make sense of whatever it is that I'm going through. And in a lot of ways, it feels like It hasn't been fully experienced until I have written about it. And I will sit down and write out whatever it is that is happening. And somehow I'm able to make a little bit of headway from doing that. I think that even in the very first chapter that you start talking about your daughter, you're kind of struggling with ideas of beauty, how we receive compliments and how that makes us feel about ourselves. I think you deal with it really beautifully. Thank you. You do. You learn so much about yourself, don't you, through parenting and and definitely child. And she is this force of nature. Uh, And I think that's the other thing we're not really prepared for is how fully formed as humans our children arrive in the world. You know, their personalities and their intensity and how they interact with the world comes with them. And then sometimes it's so impressive, just like, wow, like, I wish I had the courage to wear a Wonder Woman shirt that's like two sizes too small and go out to McDonald's in it, you know, like, just the overall confidence and ability to like, feel like you can conquer the world. And I see that in my daughter every day. And it's an amazing thing. And I hope that it lasts. I think through our children, we can see some of the weaknesses in the way that we treat other people sometimes, you know, and how every word we say has power, has meaning to that young, tiny human. Sure does. Fortunately, she doesn't seem to care anything about the comments that come her way. (laughs) 
And she is in one of my favorite stages right now with brightly colored glasses and missing her two front teeth. And I love it. I think it's fabulous. I mean, it's the only time in life when you can celebrate missing teeth, right? And they'll look cute along the way. One of the things when you wrote about her going to preschool, actually, that um, was emotional for me because you say... Um, she will never fully be mine again. So I have to tell you, my daughter is graduating from high school and going to college. And I think it's, it echoed for me this sentiment of preschool, mm -hmm. those first moments of just like, of letting go. So, and you said something earlier about them being like, I love the stage they're in, you know? And I think that I really like looking back on my kids' stages, they were all fantastic. Like they all had their own little nuggets of joy, mm -hmm. and wisdom, um, great memories. I agree. And that's another reason I'm so glad that I have written about them because I mean, there are already things that I'm forgetting and you go back and you read like what you took the time to write in such great detail. And I'm so glad I did and I can recapture some of that. So I definitely plan to continue writing if for no other reason than to have those records. So that's another reason for other people to consider it, whether they think that they are writers or not, mm -hmm. but it's not that it has to be published. It's not that anyone else really has to ever see it, but you sit down and you work through some emotions, but then you also have this great experience on paper that you can read for years to come. Yes. They're nice little vignette stories, uh, easy to pick up and put down and keep reading. But can you talk at all about the story, Mommy Van Gogh? Sure. I love that one. It's, is that awful to say about your own stuff? Like, I'm not saying it's the greatest. I just mean, I love it. I love what it's called. I love what it's about. I love how it came together. And I still remember how it felt writing it. And sometimes you write something and it just feels good. And that day it felt amazing. And it's about my background in art, which is laughable and awful. And I was just not an artist in terms of drawing, painting, that sort of thing. And then it's funny how you become a parent and then all these things that are childlike that we should embrace your kids want you to do, whether it's dance with me or sing this song with me. And my first experience was my son Evan saying, draw with me. And I'm like, no, <laughs> mommy doesn't draw. <laughs> Mommy Van Gogh. Draw, says Evan, my 19-month-old. His tiny hand grasps the red crayon and moves it back and forth across the lined paper. I clap for him, tell him he is doing a great job, and his round face lights up. He is proud. Draw, 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 he repeats. Evan continues marking the paper with the red crayon, and I keep reinforcing how wonderful his artwork is. And it is wonderful. 
Evan is my firstborn, so by nature, everything he does is just wonderful. Then, Evan does the unthinkable. He takes the red crayon and the notebook and shoves them both in my direction. He looks at me with hopeful eyes and says, Draw, Mama. Oh, no, I think to myself. I was afraid of this. I have dreaded this moment for a long time. I am terrible at artwork. I have always been terrible at artwork. In elementary school, my classmates skipped down the breezeway when it was time for art class. I hung back at the end of the line and walked slowly. Less time in class meant fewer opportunities to embarrass myself with another horrific creation. Throughout the years, I painted, sculpted, and drew as required. And since it was elementary school, I was given passing grades on my creations. I brought home numerous stick figure drawings, paint smears, misshapen globs of clay, and paper mache distortions. And like all good parents would, my mom and dad praised my artwork and displayed it somewhere in the house. I remember making a butterfly in Bible school, a candle at youth camp, and a cloth heart at Mission Friends. My parents lovingly placed each item on the desk in their study. I shuddered when I walked past their little desktop gallery. I knew I wasn't an artist. I am 33 years old now, and little has changed in terms of my artistic abilities. I have not progressed past stick figure drawing. I can't cut out a heart shape from a folded piece of paper. I am incapable of neatly folding the corners of a gift-wrapped package. But today, my toddler wants me to draw. He insists that I draw. So, to avoid letting him down... I pick up the red crayon and begin. I draw a smiley face. Evan laughs. Then I draw a sun in the corner of the paper. Evan keeps smiling. Draw, Mama, he repeats. I get braver and attempt one of my trademark stick figure people. Dada, he squeals. With a little more confidence, I draw another stick figure next to the first one, it has a triangle dress and long lines of hair. Mama! Evan squeals again and claps his hands. Clearly, my drawings are better than I thought. This is not as unpleasant as I feared. In fact, I am starting to have a little bit of fun. I draw a picture of our dog, Tyson, beside the two figures. Horsey! Evan shouts. Close enough. For the next few minutes, Evan and I engage in our own version of Pictionary. I attempt to draw something that he recognizes, and he shouts out the object's name. Sometimes I am successful, and sometimes I fall short. But regardless of the quality of the finished product, each of my attempts is met with an appreciative giggle or squeal. Today, I am an artist. 
Now I know that I do possess a little artistic talent. I had just never met with my ideal audience until the other day. I am meant to draw only for the non-judgmental, inexperienced, completely open-minded toddler. My work is meant to be displayed on etch-a-sketches, magnadoodles, and coloring books throughout my home. I am particularly creative with stickers, magic markers, and, of course, red crayons. I am an artist. I am Mommy Van Gogh. The inner voice is one I still struggle with. I still talk so much nicer and with more compassion to my students and to my children than I do to myself. So when they make a mistake, I would never come down on them the way I do with my own inner, inner monologue when I mess up on something. So definitely still room for improvement, but I think we are at least doing a better job of getting the message to moms that perfection is not attainable and not expected. And it's like, finally. <laughs> um, I've told people before that being a mom and parenting, like the hardest job I've ever had, but uh, the most, like the best job of my life, really. I like to ask everybody that comes on, what, for you, what are essential things? Um, well, of course, my family and coffee. <laughs> humor. Humor is an essential thing, and it has gotten me through stressful times, sad times, challenging times, trying to find some little speck of humor and looking for joy and being intentional about it. I love that. I love that. And just only having known you and seen you and spent, I don't know, 30 minutes with you, I can tell that humor is one of your essential things. Love um, it. So happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you. Same to you. It was really lovely to meet you. Thanks for taking Thanks. some time with me today. You can find a link to Melissa's website and her book, I Love You More Than Coffee, in the show notes. Thanks for listening.